It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to BGN Radio. Eagles outside linebacker Connor Barwin joins us. I heard you guys are the best Eagles podcast there is out there in Philly. So I'm excited to talk to you guys. We are live. It is BGN Radio right here on 97.5 The Fanatic Broadcasting from the Xfinity Studios, only from Comcast. Normally, to my left would be the great James Zeltzer, one of the fantastic producers of the station of the BGN Radio podcast in the BleedingGreenNation.com community. But today, this morning, a very special treat as we are joined by none other than the Hefe himself, Mr. Brandon Lee Gowden. What's going on, Brandon? How are you this morning? Who the hell is Brandon Lee Gowden? <laughs> Maybe we can figure that out as this program goes on. We thank you so much for tuning in. And it's been a uh we get the uh, we get the full the full two hour gamut here. So we're we're very excited. We're gonna have Jim McCormick give us some fantasy advice at nine thirty. Our own Patrick Walt will be with us at eight thirty to kind of excuse me, break this thing down and and go through a, a selection of, of of a lot of different things here. Um, but what I want to do is I do want to start. I, I, it's unavoidable. And, it, you know, I, I just think that as much as I want to, I, I have such a huge conflict with this football game. It's so important for the Eagles as an Eagles fan. But from what's happened this week with the whole Greg Hardy situation, and it's nothing new. It's nothing new. But I feel like we've all kind of ignored it. And then we got the smelling salts again when Deadspin puts out those pictures. They put out the reports. They put out the 911 transcripts. And now you're faced to look at this guy on Sunday night. And to me, I'm at the point now, I don't know when it's ever going to happen. But it's screwed with my head. And I'm just going to be honest with you, for the first five to ten minutes as we're opening here, I'm not sure I can watch this football game tonight. I don't know if I don't know if that's a possibility for me to watch it as as a diehard Eagles fan, as a guy that covers the team with Brandon and with everybody else. I, I think I've hit my limit, and I don't know if anybody else feels that way. I think we're all trying to justify what's going on because we are Eagles fans. 
because it's the Dallas Cowboys, because it's Jerry Jones, we constantly justify why we continue watching this product with guys like Greg Hardy that are on the field. We can't control that. We can't control who Jerry Jones signs. We can't control the NFL and how much they're going to suspend somebody, even though in this case, I think they did the right thing and they got screwed up by their own rules in the NFLPA, and that's a whole different discussion. But that's not in my control. What's in my control is being able to turn off the television set. And I don't know if that's crossed anyone's mind. I hear a lot of Dallas fans. I hear horrible Dallas takes. If you're a Cowboys fan and they're still defending the signing and him being on the field tonight, stop it. He's not your friend. Greg Hardy is not your friend. Patrick Kane is not your friend. Ben Roethlisberger is not your friend. Even Malcolm Jenkins, and I'm not lumping lumping him into that group of people. Good people are not your friends. We have this separation problem where we think that they care about what we think. They don't care about what we think, and it's obvious. It's obvious by what Jerry Jones' statement, by Greg Hardy and the way he's conducted himself coming back from this. I'm on the level of, of deserving second chances. But you have to show some remorse. You have to be, at least Brandon Marshall went through the steps. At least some of these guys, at least Michael Vick looked like he was remorseful. At least he turned his life around. Greg Hardy hasn't done that yet. And we're justifying it because we don't root for that team, but we're still going to watch the product. So what, what is it going to take? And I don't think it's ever going to change because we love football that much. When I am here, and I get this wake-up call, everything kind of smacked me in the face. As far as me being, a, you know, it, it, the abuse thing for me hits home really hard. I felt it. I've dealt with it. I've also, you know, I've been in the, I've heard about it. I know people that are close to me that have dealt with this type of abuse. And if I'm sitting there in a living room with them tonight, and I look at them and say, it's okay, I'm an Eagles fan. That doesn't justify it. That doesn't work for me. So we can, we can kind of coddle this thing any way we want to, but this is a serious thing, and we're going to justify it just like we justify everything else in this country. And it's not a political statement. I'm not trying to be, I'm nobody. I'm a guy that gets two hours of radio time a week. I'm a guy that is on the internet, that has a podcast, and that's it. I'm nobody. I'm probably not going to change anybody's mind about this, but I feel like it just needs to be said. I'm not going to judge you if you watch this football game tonight because it's an almost impossible task, much like the victim here had an impossible task of this thing ever getting justice. It's a part of the justice system. It's a part of everything else. But just know, when we watch this football game, we are accepting it as well. We are saying it is okay. It is okay. Much like when we see on the news and we see people getting shot up at a school and then we have the ultimate extreme gun debates on both sides, whether it's the, the, the one side saying take away all the guns or it's on the left side saying get more of them. There is no middle. I, can't, I don't know how to fix the problem either. Me turning off the television doesn't fix the problem. It doesn't. It won't do anything. Me going to the advertiser saying I won't buy your products won't do anything. So, ah, well, I'll watch the football game. I don't know if anybody else even remotely feels that way. 
And I'm ashamed. I am absolutely ashamed that it took me to get to this point to see pictures, and that's what woke me up. Not trusting a woman's voice and saying, this is really messed up. It took me the fact that somebody, you know, leaked pictures that the NFL saw that I know the Cowboys saw. Because in every NFL locker room, there is a guy that goes and investigates. There is a guy that goes and knows what's going on. They have connections to police departments. They can get any type of information that they want. They can sweep it under the rug anytime they want. And they still signed that son of a bitch. And I cannot for the life of me figure out why in the hell we are standing here saying it's okay anyway. There's nothing we can do about it. There is absolutely nothing we can do about it, and that's the most frustrating thing. That's why I don't want to talk about this football game. I had a complex coming into here. Do we really just want to preview this game like it's just another game? It is not just another game. And to me, just like I said about the school shootings, the second we didn't care about that is the second we don't care about the NFL product, and we're just going to move on from it too. There's, it's not going to change. And that's where it's like, uh, I, I had this total mind screw this weekend. And that's why I just wanted to share it with you for 10 minutes because I don't get it. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Everything I do seems like it's I'm, I'm either trying to be a hero or I'm trying to justify something else. And I hate that feeling. I hate it. I want to love football. That is it. I want to love football. That's supposed to be the escape here, and it's not. It's not because the reality smacks you in the face every time you're going to see him in an interview or disregard a press conference or the, the front office of Dallas completely just disregarding it and saying, F you, you're going to watch anyway. And like the sheep that we are, we go, you're right. You are right. We're going to continue to watch this product, and it scares the hell out of me that I have that much uh, in, in human uh, non-human decency to just move on from it and say, you know what? There we go. That is it. And, I, and Brandon, I hate to throw you into the fire here, man. I just had to get that off my chest. But it feels weird to me to cover this game, even to talk about it when you don't address the things that we are ignoring constantly on a week-to-week basis. When there's somebody close to me that has had trouble with a star athlete, with a star athlete, and we treat these guys like they're not human. They are human. They are not your friends. It disgusts me that I ignore it and I turn blinders on to it because I'm an Eagles fan, because it doesn't upset me, because it doesn't do anything else. But we are here in the thick of it. And I understand that the positivity, look, I don't want to make this a total negative thing. What came out of this was actually kind of a really positive, beautiful thing for people to jump on board for domestic violence charities. I I think that's a very positive thing to do. But when I reverse it and I go, you know what? That also doesn't solve the problem of Greg Hardy still being in the NFL. It doesn't. It doesn't. He's still here. And I have to look at that. I can't pay off. That feels to me like it's almost paying it off. Like this is a terrible thing. And I'm going to go donate to a charity, but now I can watch the football game. That doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. I am so upset that we've come to this point now. And I finally reached the point, Brandon, where I think I got to turn off the TV. I think I have to turn it off. I don't think I can bring myself to turn this football game on as much as it is 
it is important for me to go, you know what? I, I want to be right about Sam Bradford. I want to be right about this defense. This is a very important game in the NFC East, and I have trouble with it. I, I just do. And I, I hate to unload for or 11 minutes here because I know not everybody is trying to have this discussion. Some people just like, hey, this is my Sundays, and I just want to talk about football, and that's perfectly justified. It is perfectly justified. I'm not going to judge you one way or the other if you want to turn on the football game or not. I just want to make you realize that we are all, as a society, as whatever, this game is going to break probably ratings. It's probably going to be the the most rated you know, NFL game of the week. And that's that's saddens me because no matter what I do or no matter what I say, it's going to continue. It's just going to keep continuing on. We're going to find a different way to trying to justify this thing. But, Brandon, let me get you in here, man. And I, 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 how, how do, as we all cover the team, how does all this stuff, do, you, do we even, do we think about this long term? Do we think about, you know, it's, it, I understand where you're coming from, but it's okay to still like football. Still, and it is, it is completely okay. I'm not, I'm not saying like you have to completely stop watching the sport. That would be hypocritical of me too. But th- that's where I'm at this morning. How do I follow up that up, John? I, mean, that's, <laughs> I don't know. That's, I don't know. You know, you look at this situation, and to me, I wonder how. I just wonder how Dallas Cowboys fans reconcile this. How do you? How do you cheer for the? I mean, I get. You know, you, you can say you're cheering for the team. I know. You know, fans don't necessarily need to agree with every move the team makes to root for a team. That's you know how fandom works. But with something like this, how do you? I want to hear from Cowboys fans. I want them yeah. to call in. I want them to tell me how, you know, they they accept this and how they think this is acceptable. This this is a player who who should not be in the he should not be in the league. He should not be in the team. It's a disgrace, really. It really is. Yeah, and I don't, that's why I don't understand, especially with just the athletes in general, not just Greg Hardy. Like there are there are so many justifications of athletes. Like like it's almost a personal attack towards the 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 team you're rooting for. Like, you got to remember to see, you know, there's two different entities there. you got to separate yourself. You're not on the football team. You know, it doesn't matter who gets cut or who gets replaced. Like, Sean McCoy, all the moves that happen with the Eagles, we're not on the football team. We're not like, you know, even though we do it, I mean, we we do feel like it's personal. I understand when we talk about Chip. I try and get in there, defend or Bradford or whatever. But they're they're not my friends. Like, I'm not going to go to them and say, like, Hey, Sam, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Like, you, nobody has a personal relationship with these things. And I think that's the problem. And it's not just with athletes. It's with celebrities and actors and, and everybody else because you, it's, it's just that type of it's, – it's that type of field. It, you know, like we feel we're involved with every Hollywood marriage. It's like, oh, I really wanted them to kind of keep it going here. But that's just not – it's just not how it works. And, and when it comes down to – yeah, like, what are the what – I, I have seen nothing but it, – it, it concerns me. Because as much as we hate Dallas fans, I don't want I don't want people to feel like they have to defend this guy. And you, you know. see it. You see people defending him. You see people comparing it to Michael Vick, who went to prison, which is insane to me. Michael Vick went to prison. He showed remorse. He's now involved in you know supporting animals and stuff like that. And then you you get Dallas fans comparing Greg Hardy to Michael Vick, and it's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's. Uh, you know, and it, and it's not one is better than the other here. No, it's not that we're not trying to stay no. with this athlete. And I think that's a that's the other thing that's happening that's really concerning to me. It's there's deflection. Like people that will come up and say, you know what? Well, how come you guys aren't talking about Hope Solo? Are you kidding me? 
well, if I covered soccer, one, that would be on the forefront. Two, she's got a different trial here. Three, how does that take away what Greg Hardy did? There's deflection all over the place. Like, why are you talking about Brent Roethlisberger or Adrian Peterson or anybody else? You know what? There's still time to talk about them. There's yeah. plenty of time. This was dropped in people's laps and saying, hey, don't forget about me. And a lot of the reason is because of that four-game suspension. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I think we all kind of ignored it because the football season was here. That's what we do every year. That's what I'm saying. It's a, the football season started. We ignored the thing. The, 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 the pictures came out. And it's like, oh, oh. So that you know, again, that's where I'm at again. Where it's just like, oh my god, you know, we're gonna go through this thing again, and it's a really hard thing to swallow. And I tell you what, we're, we I, since we only have two hours, we had four hours. We keep going on this, but we have we have two hours here. If you want to call in and talk about it, I'm I'm very open to it. I want to keep the discussion going. Patrick Wall is going to come up at at eight thirty, and we'll definitely break down this this game here. We we want to kind of have a, a good balance of of takes and breaking down the game and everything else. But uh, real quick, let's just go to uh, Rick on a cell who's calling from Houston. So we appreciate it. Rick, you're on uh, right now on BGN radio. What's happening, man? Hey man, appreciate it. Hey, so I just want to chime in. Um, so I think you guys are off base at least a little bit. Number one, uh, aren't you guys a fan base that beats up the other team for going in cheering for their team? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> has to do anything you are like that something tragic you know that happened and all of a sudden you can't continue with your life because of uh you don't really know what happened but when another team comes this is what i'm talking about rick this is what i'm talking about we know something happened it's not like she got bruises from just falling down the stairs like why 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 are we constantly defending guys like this because she moved on she didn't have a problem with taking the money yes she did that's that's (laughs) it That's you, Rick. That is that is that is a complete bias. That is complete bias because in reality, seventy percent, seventy percent of women, or domestic violence, not just women at all, seventy percent of domestic violence doesn't go reported, doesn't ever get to that point. It's very rarely that these people come out, and we always are on the side of the athlete. We're always on the side of, oh, he couldn't possibly do anything wrong because he's an NFL player, he's an athlete. That is no incorrect. That, no one said that he didn't do anything. They they find him. And didn't they give him a four-game suspension? And then the NFL, didn't they come in and say, okay, we reduced it to four games? Because that, they in, arbitra- they- in arbitration, the NFL didn't reduce it. They actually gave them 10. It went to the board, the NFLPA, because okay. Adrian Peterson got the same treatment under the old rules because that ha- the incident happened before they changed the rules. Okay, so now we so- move on. We move on. Everybody we move all- on from what? Wait, Why on. would we move on from this? That's what I'm saying. We constantly justify whatever whatever it is, and we appreciate the call, Rick, even though we have very different opinions on this. Why do we move on from it? We shouldn't move on from it. I would make this a weekly topic. There if is no moving to on. Yes. There was no, there was no, uh, he didn't, Greg Hardy did not serve any jail time. There was no punishment. There's yeah. no remorse. What are we moving on from? He didn't move on. It's still here. He, he got away with it, and he knows he got away with it, and he's happy about it. Before the Patriots game, he's cracking jokes about Tom yeah. Brady's wife. He, this guy doesn't get it. Yeah, and I'm not saying, look, I, it, as, as, as much as I do not want to say this, I would still give him a second chance if he went through the protocols, if you saw that remorse, if you saw like, oh, fair. oh my God, what have I been doing? But that wasn't, that's not there at all. You saw guys, again, like Brandon Marshall, who had the chance to turn that life around who still had a lot of his career here and he changed his life. And he said that beautifully on the, on NFL inside, inside the NFL on Showtime. 
There are people that can change their lives, and that's the difference here. And and don't get it twisted. Ray Rice is not in this league because he's a domestic uh, violence uh, guy. He's not in this league because he can't play running back anymore. That's it. If there if there was the talent that was still there, if this was two years ago as opposed to three, he would still be here. And he became the poster child of it, and he has no time now for the second chance. And I don't care if you think that it's – I think it's okay if you think that he doesn't deserve one. I think it's okay with Greg Hardy and everybody else if you don't think they deserve one. But just like Rick was saying, like, that's why I disagree with – nobody's nobody's wrapped this around here. Nobody's shown any remorse for it, especially the organization that signed him, which is crazy to me. They called him a leader. Yes. This is their leader. This is the guy who Jerry Jones says is an example for the team. You saw it in the video when uh, he was talking with the reporters, there was a woman directly behind him. Jenny Vertas. Yes, from, making yeah. her, her face. She couldn't believe what she was hearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just kind of like, oh, justifying, justifying left and right. And I wouldn't care. And this is the thing that that also happens, especially with Cowboys fans. It's like, well, well of course, it's just because you're, you're an Eagles fan, so of course you're going to say something. I wouldn't care if it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. I wouldn't care if it's the New England Patriots. For anybody to accept this guy is a problem, and I know it wasn't just it wasn't just Dallas. Somebody was going to sign him, and I don't know why. I, that's why. I'm, and 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 it just it goes to show you that talent will trump anything. Talent will trump any horrific thing that happens here. And it just I don't know. I'm just having that kind of. And maybe I shouldn't watch the NFL anymore. I've gone back and forth between that a bunch this week. I was like, well, if it's real, when, when is it going to stop? When is the end point? Here as we go to Dan and Redding. Dan, what's going on, man? How are you this morning? I, I could good, good. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, I really think it's you know not to sound like a conspiracy theorist. It's very convenient that any sort of lack of real action has has happened because he plays for Jerry Jones' organization. You look at what happened with Richie Incognito. He, he cyber bullied somebody. Yes, and uh, he was gone for the season. I'll tell you something. I, Greg Hardy doesn't deserve a second chance. He's a sociopath. I never forgave Mike Vick. When you cross that line and and you torment and you abuse somebody, there's no coming back from that. That's the type of individual you are. And uh, uh, Greg Hardy should not be in the league. And I know there's a number of people on your station and and former athletes that agree with me. He's a dirtbag. Absolutely. No, and I can't. That's what I'm saying. I can't take that away either. Like, I'm not going to – there is – I don't think there is a wrong argument, especially when it comes to that. I just – I don't. And, and it's the it's it's frustrating, and, Dan, we appreciate the call. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think if, if we want to keep talking about it, we can. But we'll we'll pivot here as we got, uh, you know, Patrick Wall coming up at 830. I know he's got a couple of two cents that he wants to throw in here. But um, I don't know. It just it, – it, it freaked me out. It, it's not – it's not how dare you. I'm not trying to talk down to anybody. I'm really not. It's just more of a, what have I been doing? Why am I, why do I continue to support a product? And I don't care if he doesn't play for the Eagles or not. That's the other side of here is, you know, I, I see Eagles fans like, well, I'm, I'm okay because I don't root for him. I think he's a bad person. And I hope that he gets hurt on the field. That's what I'm rooting for. That's not enough, guys. That is not enough. Because you're still, you're, the eyes that watch the television are what drive the money in this league. So if your eyes are on the television, that's one thing we can control. 
And I understand that not all of us have a Nielsen box, so, you know, or if you want to watch an illegal stream to do it that way, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. We're just trying to justify it because we are such a hardcore football town that it's hard to be like, it's still not important enough for me. It's still not important enough for me to realize that this isn't the way I want to go. This isn't the way I want to tell my daughter or even son, anybody, how to be like, yes, because uh, c- just put it this way. If you had to explain this to anybody of why you're watching this football game as opposed to like, yeah, I'm going to turn this off, it's going to sound really odd. Just like I said at the top, if you were to come on and say, yeah, I know I'm rooting for the Eagles, so it's okay, that's a weird justification to me. That sounds wrong. That sounds wrong. So, I don't know. Well, I tell you what, we're right up against the break. I know it's been a very heavy. I know you're expecting like, hey, it's Sunday morning. I'm just going to flip on the radio. We're going to talk about some Eagles. I'm a little hungover. It's going to be great. But uh, this was my opportunity just to voice all this stuff, to get it off my chest. It's been with me since Friday. I've been uh, going back and forth, even just as the the lowly nobody that I am, of dictating like, am I even going to talk about this game afterwards? Because I still don't think I'm going to. But we'll get into, uh, you know, a little bit more of that. We'll start breaking down the Eagles. It's uh, John Barchard and it's Brandon Lee Gowton from BleedingGreenNation.com right here on 97.5 The Fanatic.